Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Hi Beck, how are you doing my love? I am super amazing after an awesome weekend. How are you going? So, so good. We had our Dance Principles United Summit um, yesterday. If you're listening to the podcast here on a Monday, it was a great day. We were super excited and, and inspired by so many studio owners that joined us. Can't wait for the next one. It was so great. Yeah, so great to meet so many new people as well. Um, That's always exciting and hear different ideas and connect with everyone. It was just amazing. For sure. It was an amazing day. Well, we wanted to jump on the podcast today. Thank you so much to everyone who's given us some amazing feedback on our podcast so far. We've been loving doing them. This is a bit different for us, but it's been super fun and we love giving you guys value. So we hope that you get a lot of value out of today's podcast. So today we're talking about... um, how to run successful holiday workshops because we know so many studios do it but don't give it a hundred percent some studios don't do it at all I know some studios do it amazingly and there's everything in between but we're both big believers that if you're going to do something you've got to do it properly so we really think it's the time to be planning workshops now so why do you run holiday programs Beck? Look, I generally will run holiday programs based around what I want to grow in my school. Um, And I think it's a great way to do that. So, you know, if we, if our rec programs maybe need a bit of a boost, we'll do that. Preschool is always a great thing to do. Um, And I think, you know, you can really on sell to those kids that you can bring into that. It's also just to make extra revenue when your studio is not being used because as we know through holiday time we're still having to pay lots of things but we haven't got that revenue coming in so it's just to make that little bit of extra money for sure that's always amazing we all need a little bit of a cash flow boost at all times Um, and you know it's silly to have our studios sitting there you know no other business in the world would do that and you know be paying rent on a premises that they're only using 40 weeks a year so it's important that you really think about that and making sure that you maximize um, your time in your studio if you have full-time staff you know it's absolutely like you cannot not do it like you know it makes sense it helps pay their wage in the holidays Um, that's why we need to do it personally but even if not it's worthwhile doing and growing brand awareness getting new people into your world it's such a great thing to do we love it do you do holiday programs nearly um every school holidays Beck? Yeah, absolutely. And look, I think it's a great way for friends to bring their friends along because sometimes it can be a bit intimidating to come to a, to a dance class or an acro class or whatever it is. But this way, it's like a whole day of fun. There's other things in there as well as dance. Um, we generally will do craft or, you know, something else in there that's going to appeal to them. And it's a, it's a good way for them to bring their friends in and introduce them to your business, essentially. Yeah, for sure. I think it's also just that, um, like you said, it's just like low barrier to entry. They don't need a uniform. They don't feel pressure. It's just getting new people into your world, um, which is always fantastic. And I'm sure once they come in, they see how amazing your studio is, how amazing your staff is, and hopefully want to enroll, which would be nice. That would be so nice. (laughs) Absolutely. That's definitely the idea, isn't it? 
For sure. So um, where we are, it is currently um, five weeks out from school holidays. Um, And to me, this is always the time that I start planning my holiday workshops. I think that, you know, you've got to be organised and plan them that far out because if you leave them too late, then that's when you get no enrolments. That's when you don't want to do them because, you know, it's low enrolments and it's kind of not worth your while. So if you're going to do it, do it properly. So what do you start organising five weeks out, Beck? Um, well, just organising the theme, I'd have a sit down with my team and say, what themes are we going to do? What do we, we'd look at our numbers and go, what do we need to build? That would be the first thing we'd do. And then how can we build that? What sort of themes can we have? Um, and just plan all of that to start with. What about you? Yeah, 100%. We always um, think about our themes. We obviously organise dates at this time, whether we're going to run just one day camp. Sometimes we do one day, sometimes we do two or three day camps um, depending on what we're going to do and yeah exactly right decide on the stream because we do the same most of the time we do like recreational kind of stream um, you know workshops but sometimes we actually do like more um, elite kind of high level troop um, comp kids ones as well so it just sort of depends so we kind of start getting ready for that but five weeks out I'm also you know getting the themes but also starting to think about the graphic design because you know me Beck, I love Canva I'm obsessed with Canva I like a good graphic design so we start planning our graphics so we make sure we've got like the theme looking good um, and the graphics that go around that so you know there's quite a few graphics you need to have and it's so much easier just to do it all in one lot so we make sure we've got the Instagram image the Facebook ad image um, if we're going to use that the header for the sales page the tribe booking page the website wherever you're going to direct them to the header for the email we do all of that at the same time and sort of start to get all of those graphics ready about that five weeks out as well yeah totally and look Amanda you and I differ totally on this in that (laughs) yeah but it's good to have the two perspectives I think so you know as much as Amanda loves doing all of that stuff, I don't love it and I'm learning a lot more about it and getting a lot better at it. Um, but I would reach out to my advertising company to do that stuff for me because I just know that I wouldn't get the same quality that Amanda would as yet. I'm trying though. But I think, you know, it, you do you. Like at the end of the day, um, I would put a little bit of spend into that. Um, and if you love doing that advertising side of things, go for it. Absolutely. But it's the same thing in the sense that I'd already reach out to that marketing company and say, I need this for next week. Um, so they would do that for me. But it's about having the time to reach out and making sure that you're actually doing that in time. For sure. That's amazing. And, you know, while we're on a side note of talking about like how we do the advertising and graphic design, you know, there's also so many things in between. It doesn't have to be do it yourself or go to a full-blown marketing agency. You know, if you haven't before, Fiverr is such a great website. Do you use Fiverr a lot, Beck? I do. I was using it this morning, actually. (laughs) Very good. And if you haven't used it before, Fiverr is, um, it's basically just like an open marketplace, um, you know, like eBay or whatever, where there's lots of different sellers that sell, um, you know, uh, online offerings, I guess. So you can pay to get your graphic design done or your logo done or anything like that. Lots of low cost people. And it's an awesome site just if you need, you know, a little bit of a flyer done or... um, you know, a little image done or something like that if you're not the person to do it. And sometimes, like, it can be hit and miss. There can be some good people. There can be some bad people. It's meant to be a low-cost one. So, obviously, with low cost, there's a bit more risk. But once you find your person, hopefully that helps and you find your person and you keep using it. 
So that's my other little tip of the day is going on to Fiverr. I love Fiverr. I have so much fun on there. <laughs> the things yeah. that people can do for you is just incredible. <laughs> it's crazy. And it is so, so cheap on there. Like you, it's crazy what you can get really. And like you said, you, you can get really good quality stuff if you find the right person, but that just takes a little bit of, of time and toing and froing. But once you find them, it's amazing. Yeah, for sure. So about five weeks out, um, we've got all the graphics organized, but we also, I start getting the sales page ready. Um, Now, most people use TriBooking. TriBooking is such an easy system. Um, If you've never used it before, I am so all about it. You use TriBooking normally for workshops too, don't you, Beck? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's a really simple way for you to know who's coming in. Um, it's, you know, people are so used to using TriBooking for everything else as well. So they feel comfortable with it. It's just perfect. It is because not only can it be your page and your sales page, um, but it could also be where you take your money. You find, you know, it, it does all of it for you. You can see exactly who, how many tickets you've sold and who it was and their email addresses and all of that information. But don't forget that it is a sales page. It's not just a checkout page. I think that that is really key as well. So make sure that you use it as a sales page, that you have a nice image put at the top of it. You have what's included in the day. What can they expect um, from the day? And a little bit of a sell about how awesome the day is going to be. So make sure you include that. Um, you know, I yeah, I'm totally all about try booking. Um, there are other ways to do it, but I think that that's the easiest go to place for sure. Yeah, definitely. I know some studios do it through their website um, as an extra landing page. You could do that as well, especially if you're building out your own website. Um, just make sure that they can then go to a payment page and all that sort of stuff. So it can get a little bit tricky with that. Um, but yeah, try bookings definitely the way that we do it. It's the easiest way for sure. Yeah, for sure. And if you are advertising that link, please, please, please use a bit.ly it drives me up the wall if you have this huge, big, long URL that no one can remember. So either make sure you're getting a super easy URL or use a website called um, bit.ly. I've spoken about it on the podcast before and it can disguise your URL for you and redirect. So it could then be like bit.ly slash holiday workshop or something like that. Something super easy that you know, you can rattle off the tongue, people can type in easily and they'll remember rather than a whole big code with lots of numbers. And that's just confusing for everybody that no one's going to remember. So that's five weeks out. They would be all the things I'd be getting done. Um, and then is that all you'd do in week, five weeks out, Becca? Or is there anything else you'd kind of get ready? Or would you then be moving on to the week four kind just of Just making prep? sure... Just making sure my staff are booked. Oh, yeah. I think that's so important. <laughs> Don't forget that one. <laughs> slightly important yeah. um, but that can be easily missed you know you, you can especially if you don't see your staff just think oh yeah that staff member will do it and then forget about it and then you get there and go oh gosh I didn't look I have been guilty I have been guilty of that as well just presuming that it'll be fine and then not double checking so yeah. make sure you get your staff booked don't leave it yeah. at the last minute and not have your staff that you wanted to do it then we get to about four weeks out so four weeks out I start teasing the theme If we're having a theme, like let's say if it's a little kid's one and we're doing like a unicorn theme, I might be starting to put something, you know, on my stories, on my socials that's like coming soon with like little pictures of unicorns, something to get people excited about. You know, you don't want to just slap up, you know, the ad at saying buy now. You want to tease it out slowly. You know, it might be like, let's guess our theme for this week's, you know, this term's holiday um, workshops, you know, with a poll 
or you know it's something along those lines but I think it is so great just to kind of start building that excitement slowly on socials yeah totally agree you can start building the excitement in your studio as well by doing the same thing so you know maybe you're going to have a unicorn come to the preschool class and be sitting there or maybe you're going to start talking to your older kids about you know what the theme might be and just getting them excited about it is a great way to start building that um that excitement yeah, for sure. I love that. I love that you could even do, yeah, like a little unicorn toy that starts like appearing and you're like, can't tell you what that's about. It's exciting though. You know, something along those lines, you know, for whatever that theme is, it's such a great way to start building that excitement in the studio as well. And then three weeks out is when I start promoting. I don't like to do it much earlier than that because I feel like nobody is in the headspace. You don't want to start selling something eight weeks before because no one knows what they're doing. Three weeks out, I think, is the perfect amount of time that people are starting to go, oh, it's school holiday soon. Oh my gosh, yeah, we're just about there. I better start thinking about it. So I kind of do that three to two weeks, just sort of depending on where I am, but that sort of time out. Um, And that's when I first start promoting it. So big promotions, we go, you know, it goes out in a big newsletter. Um, It is all over our socials. It's splashed over everything. We might do flyers that we hand out in class. I love posters in the studio. I think I've mentioned that before. That works really well for us, especially like on the front door. Big eye-catching posters with a QR code um, can do real wonders. Yeah, I'm all about posters at the moment. We've got four of them up right now. Um, I think it's just such an easy way for parents to see what's going on in your school and and to really um, get into it. And just putting some FOMO behind it as well. So make sure you're always saying limited enrollments, you know, like making don't don't be too late make sure you get in now like you want them to feel like there's that limit which of course there would be um on your numbers within that and that if they don't get in quickly they're going to miss out on this um exciting workshop oh so so true so we sort of start doing that three weeks out um getting it all ready um and i think it's so important not to forget your old leads list an email list that you should have that every studio owner should have that should include any past enrollments that aren't enrolled anymore any um anyone that's inquired at any time i have a leads list that is very very big and it includes anyone that's inquired at any point of time in the last i do clear it out but sort of in the last five years if they've made any sort of inquiry reached out to us at any point in time we keep those email addresses and we just send them um periodic emails updates newsletters and then things like this that might interest them or perhaps might interest a friend of theirs yep we do the same thing even if kids drop out um especially if they're rec kids they go onto that list um because you know they might get bored with netball that they tried and then they're going to come back to dance or whatever so that always works really well yeah for sure it's a great kind of like dip your toe back in the water kind of an opportunity for those kids as well so make sure you're sending it out to those we make sure that our newsletters are different we have one that goes to our current kids and one that goes to those lost leads um, or that old leads list because you do want to it has a different tone to it so making sure that you know the way you speak to it obviously a lot of it's the same you can copy and paste a lot of it but it does just have that slightly different tone so really make sure you're thinking about that as well two weeks out so we've done five weeks out we start organizing everything getting our graphics getting our sales page four weeks out we start um teasing it three weeks out we go in for the big sell the emails go out the socials go up 
two weeks out, I start ads. Do you do ads on yours, Beck? Absolutely. I think ads are so important. Um, I think it's allowing your community to know about it. Yeah, I would definitely put a bit of spend behind it. Yeah, and I wait until we've had them open for about a week first. That's why I kind of plan it that way because you don't want to go spending the money if you don't have to. If I get it all sold out three weeks out, well, obviously I'm not going to um, put any money behind it. That's silly. Or if it's pretty close to. Um, so it's good just to kind of just sort of give yourself that time frame so you know and you're not wasting money um, for no reason, which is just pointless, yeah? So two weeks out, we start our ads if needed. Um, and that can be a really great way, you know, um, closing soon. Um, this awesome workshop, all of that kind of stuff coming up for them, I think is super important. Um, yeah, I was just going to say another idea if you don't want to do social media ads is you can do a flyer and send it to the local primary schools yeah. um, or the preschools. I find that that's working really well for us at, at our school at the moment with the QR code on it and you could literally just do the workshop. So you don't have to necessarily you know, advertise your whole school and what it's involving. You could just do here's the workshops that we've got. If you're doing two or three, put all of them on the flyer um, with a QR code to the try booking. So that's a great way to get people into your studio without them feeling like there's going to be huge commitment yeah for sure I love that then we're getting close it's one week out so make sure you are still promoting it don't just do the one post Um, it's something that you know um, I see quite often I know we've talked about it before Beck but you know people just do one or two posts and they expect it to be magic you know you've got to remember that not everyone sees every single social media post that you do no one's paying that much attention um and it's important just to keep posting about it don't give up keep going keep doing stories every day posts every few days um and you know your stories can be different things it doesn't always have to be buy my product it can be getting ready for our unicorn workshop setting up the craft like it can be um you know not so obvious advertising as well but just you know showing excitement behind it so making sure you're doing that especially like that one week out Yep, totally agree. And getting your staff again to talk about it in class, you know, who's coming, what's happening, especially with those older kids, like talking to them so that they don't feel like, you know, they're the only ones going, letting them know who's getting there, like just getting them excited in-house as well is is important. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, so hopefully that will really help you build that workshop sell out that's what we all want is a sell out numbers on it um whether you do you know depending on what that number is for you if it's one class and you just have 20 kids for the day or if you have multiple rooms going or whatever however you run it i think it's so so valuable and you want to make the most of it so give it a really red hot crack i think when you're having um advertising it and everything so let's chat themes exciting (laughs) so what kind of themes have you done in the past Beck? what's worked for you well, I have to say my number one thing that's worked is our TikTok workshop. Oh, wow. Um, I know. It was crazy. So we actually had to – we ended up having to do two of them um, and we got 70 kids enrolled in it. Oh, my gosh. Seven, like It was crazy. 70. What kind of age did you have for the TikTok workshops? Mostly primary school. So it was sort of that year three, four, five, six kind of age group. Um, a little bit of year seven, but they were so into it. And here's the best part about it. So I just got one of my, or a couple of my teens to really run the TikTok part of it because I don't know TikToks. Um, I do not know TikToks. <laughs> 
but they do they're yeah, so yeah. into it so we picked like i think three or four tiktoks everyone learnt the tiktoks and then we did the whole thing where they bought their device in and filmed it and actually uploaded it to their tiktok account it was epic so so good so did they have to have a tiktok account to come well they all did yeah i think that was just a thing like we didn't say they had to but yep. they all they yes. were all into tiktok and yep. did yeah um so yeah that went really really well that's definitely my number one what was what's your number one been um we've done so many things I don't know if I've had a number one we used to have huge success with Jojo Siwa themed ones um because everyone was what was that because it's been a little while let's be honest we Mm. haven't run as many holiday workshops as you know in the last two years with pandemics and stuff and so Jojo Siwa ones used to work really well for us um and I think it still would to an extent um obviously it's not as she's not as cool anymore is she not I don't know <laughs> I've grown out <laughs> I don't know my kids have kind of gotten a bit past that in age but I think things like that whatever you know that new pop teen um you know idol person is workshops around that work really well um we have done like frozen themes princess themes unicorn themes under the sea themes we've done things like day at a beat at the beach kind of thing as well um and that works really really great um and i really even like you know more of a um if you're doing more of an elite team thing as well um that it could be done a little bit differently it could be like a mock audition it could be headshots it could be as well as a choreographer it could be a whole heap of things um it doesn't just have to be like the workshop there's ways that you can kind of theme it yeah, totally. You could put like a modeling workshop in there, yeah. um, a styling workshop where they can bring different clothes in and you style them and then take the photos of them or take a bit of video of them. They absolutely love that. Um, I was going to talk about my princess tea party. So oh, yeah. we do like, um, we have princesses come in all dressed up and we do like just long tables with actual teapots and do like a little tea party theme. We do some princess craft and have a disco party. So that's really worked well for me for that preschool age group. Um, they love it. Obviously it's not a whole day thing for them. I feel like two hours is plenty for preschool, um, but it's it's a really good one as well. Um, tell us about your movie thing because this is like genius. Our movie thing. Oh, this was the amazing idea of one of my um, staff, my manager, Cara. She, we're selling, um, like we've got studio audis coming in right before um, the workshop season in the holidays. So we're going to do like a movie and audi kind of um, workshop. And obviously they're going to dance as well. And then it's going to probably go into the night is what we're kind of thinking. We have a big blow up screen and a projector and all of that sort of stuff. So it's going to be like included in the price of their audi that they get this workshop. So obviously... I haven't quite worked out the prices yet, but let's say the Udi was normally $70, but this will be $90 for the Udi and the, you know, two-hour workshop or something like that or two-hour movie night is what we're kind of going for just to kind of like do it as a bit of an upsell. That is amazing. I absolutely love that. So clever. And then they could um, all be in their Udi's. Can you imagine the content as well? Such good just, content. That's what I was just about to say. The, the social media content for that is just so epic. I love it. I love it. Um, cool. We'd love to hear from you guys on the podcast, like what sort of themes maybe you've done. Um, it's always interesting to hear from other studios, you know, what sort of ideas they have. And 
I know there's been some really epic ones. We obviously do like the circus acro kind of theme. Um, there's a retro theme. We've done like Frozen for winter. There's so many things, right? All there's the things. so many things. And I think also don't get too hung up on the theme. Like I think you've got to pick a good one for sure. Like it's it's got to be interesting and you want to do something that relates to the kids. But I think it's more about how you market it than anything else. And an amazing theme with bad marketing is not going to work. It needs to be both put together. So don't get too hung up on that. It's got to, you know, all go hand in hand together and make sure you're focusing your energy on the right thing. So on the day, make sure you're organised and planned. Do you do the timetable back or do you let someone else like the teachers organise their timetable? Oh, look, I probably at the moment would let the teachers do it, but I'd definitely check over it and make sure that it's what it needs to be. Um, I think if they're taking it and I'm not going to be a part of it, it's important for them to have that input. But the timetable is key, right? Like you can't just go in and say, oh, we'll do craft at whatever time. We'll watch a movie at whatever time. Like you need to have it scheduled out so that they, you know, stick to it and have a time for food and all that sort of stuff yeah for sure and we do it also for staff scheduling because we like to give them lunch breaks and um so making sure that you know there might be more teachers there in the morning when they're doing the dance section but then less there when they're having a movie and we can kind of schedule it around that as well so that not every staff member is doing the full day if that's what if that's what we're doing as a full day workshop that time. So making sure that's really, really planned. Make sure you're giving the parents all the information they need. Make sure there's a confirmation email going out with what time drop-off is, what they need to bring, what they need to wear, what they can expect for the day. Um, it's super important. And also how they can contact the studio if they need to because if these are new people into your world, they may be um, worried about leaving their child there for the day. Like, you know, a lot of parents can be very concerned and as they should be leaving their child somewhere that they don't know very well for the day. So talking about, you know, how they can contact you if they need to, that you're, you know, that you have these child safety procedures that there'll be, you know, so many adults on site. This is what happens if an injury happens. We'll call you if there's any need. We've got all your details, whatever you need to tell them to reassure them. Totally. And I think if you're going to provide food or pizza or something, make sure you ask about dietary requirements because there's so many kids that are gluten-free oh, or whatever so these many. days. Yeah. So it's fine to order that, but just make sure you say, this is the food we're going to supply on the day. If you have any allergies, please let us know just to make sure that you're doing the right thing with that. Yeah, most definitely. I think also making sure on the day that you are you know, doing an upsell of some sort, trying to sell on your regular classes at some point. You know, giving a flyer on um, to, to all the kids to take home, especially if you have a lot of kids that are from outside of your studio is absolute key. You know, um, some sort of an offer, whether it's, you know, a free class or um, enroll this week to get a free enrollment fee or something like that. Um, is really, really great to let them know about how they can get more information about your classes. But even if it's your regular students, you know, and let's say you're running a, a Frozen workshop and you do a, a large ballet portion in your Frozen workshop, you know, going through and having a look at, oh, actually those five kids don't take ballet. Let's chat to their parents and tell them how much they love that ballet class today and perhaps that's something they might want to consider for next term. Yeah, for sure. As well, like I think it's good if you give them a lolly bag type of thing with the flyer in it because often flyers will get chucked as soon as they get in the car. But if it's the lolly bag, kids are going to hold on to that the whole way home. Oh, they will. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like just, you know, we always give our kids a little, even if it's a 
simple lolly bag with a couple of lollipops in it and then the flyer, I think that's got more chance of getting home than just the flyer on its own. Yeah, that's a great tip. Such a good tip. Um, And then, you know, making sure you get really great content. Use the day, especially if you haven't done as many holiday workshops um, before or you haven't been able to have many um, because of, you know, COVID life. Um, Taking really great content on the day to share on your stories then so that people can see how great it is, but also to use to promote the next holidays workshop. Think ahead. Think, what do I need to promote the next one? Let's take these photos today so I have them ready for the next school holidays. Yeah, there's nothing worse than doing this big epic event and getting to the end of it. You've been running around crazy and then no one's taken any photos or footage of it. And you're like, oh, I can't share that now. Like, make sure you've got someone in charge of that. Oh, Probably sure. not you. If you're going to be the person running around and doing stuff, try and just find someone who's going to be great at that. Um, you know, even A one teenager. of your older kids. <laughs> yeah, Teenagers exactly. are great at that. That's what yes. you need. <laughs> exactly my thoughts like find someone that you know is going to smash that and get them on it for sure um and then making sure you also do the follow-up so you know the email have it written beforehand so you don't have to do it afterwards but the email follow-up saying thanks so much for coming we've had a great day um you know here's what to do if you're interested in taking some classes here's our contact details we'd love to chat to you um you know, whatever that is, whatever that offer is that you've sent out, making sure there's that follow-up afterwards. Yep, absolutely. And making sure that you're offering them something with that follow-up. You know, it might be enroll um, now and get a free uniform. It might be um, come along for a free trial, like offer them something in that follow-up, right? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, we so hope you enjoyed our top tips to make your holiday workshops um run amazingly and make you good good money we hope we so hope that actually that's something we didn't talk about how much do you charge beck big questions i knew you were gonna ask oh my gosh (laughs) you know what i think you have to do your numbers so i think you've got to work out how much your staff are going to cost and then think about you know how many kids you'd need in there to cover that cost and then how much you want to make off the workshop before and how many hours like there's so many depending factors my my best advice with that would be know your numbers and also realize the reason why you're doing it if you're doing it to make lots of money and get extra revenue in great but remember like just do your research and see what other workshops in your area you know if they're going to the ymca for gymnastics workshops how much are they charging if they can go to flip out for a couple of hours how much does that cost because that's what parents would be willing to pay yep most definitely I love that tip and knowing how much you actually need to cover costs how many students is it 10 kids is it 15 kids Um, and how many until you make a decent profit knowing that as well so that you can keep promoting it and use that like a bit of a goal setting uh, um, idea to get you to those numbers while you're promoting it I love that. We would love to hear about your holiday workshops. Um, so make sure you let us know. Um, check us out on Instagram, Dance Principles United. We're trying to hang out more on Instagram at the moment because we love that. So come and join us. Let us know if you've got any great tips from that. And we would mean the world to us if you subscribe and leave us a review um, on your podcast app because that helps us reach more people. It would mean so much. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Beck. Thanks, everyone. Can't wait to chat to you next Monday. Bye.